Hello, I'm Nikki Patrick and welcome to It's Somewhere in the Bottom of My Handbag. Today we're rummaging for tips to deal with imposter syndrome. I only became aware a few years ago that there was even a name for this feeling and also the fact that everyone else seems to experience it too. Now, I'm delighted to introduce Vicky Carter. Now, I think a lot of us, I think pretty much everybody suffers with this, don't they, Vicky? Of course, yes. I've spoken to loads of people on my podcast, through my work, and, and it spans across all different areas of work and people in their walks of life, whether that's, you know, musicians, broadcasters, adventurers. And it's so challenging because once it's niggling in your head, it's quite a habit you need to change and break. And especially if it's something ingrained from childhood that stemmed from certain issues or situations. So it's about changing that habit and that change, uh, change the pattern of thinking, which can be difficult at times. Well, I'm so glad you're going to be giving us three top tips on this today. But tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So I am a journalist and reporter for the BBC. I am a freelance writer, a drama workshop facilitator and podcast host where I interview inspirational people from the fields of music, adventure and culture every month because that's the three things I love. I'm a sucker for adrenaline, extreme sports, um, the arts and live festivals, which unfortunately most of those things you can't do right now, but <laughs> I'm still partying in the kitchen. So oh, I quite right to too. I know, we just have to find our ways around these things, don't we, to make it all work. So what is the most extreme thing you've done adventure-wise? Oh, so I've bungee jumped, I've skydived, but I think the most thing which I thought was very cool, not many people have heard of it, is called parahawking, which is basically when you paraglide, you can only do it in Nepal, this, uh, just Pakara in Nepal, and you're paragliding and they've trained vultures to come and swoop out of, out of the sky to then grab food from your hand while no you're paragliding. Way. Yes. That is hideous, Vicky. I would be absolutely terrified. <laughs> was it exhilarating for you, obviously? It was amazing. My mind was just blown the whole time. I thought it was boggling that the vulture would just come and oh see, you know, God. oh, hello. You're not feeding them live mice, are you, or anything? <laughs> no, no, no. It's like chopped up. Actually, they look pretty decent, to be honest. It's like chopped bits of steak, so I think they're doing okay. <laughs> oh, wow. How amazing. What a fantastic experience. Could you film yourself while you were doing it? I did, yes. I've got the video. I'm going to make an adventure video with all of it in. But I've actually made a video about Nepal, my trip, and some of it's in there. So, yeah, that was really enjoyable. But I do think bungee jumping, I mean, I've, I've also bungee jumped when I was 18, um, the third highest in the world, and that was terrifying. Like I say, that was terrifying because you go across in this glass box in a canyon, which you're already, like, questioning why am I doing this. And then I made the mistake of looking down before oh, no. I jumped. <laughs> oh no do you know what yeah. Vicky I can't beat a nice massage by the beach that's where I get my kicks <laughs> that's decent too that's gorgeous with a nice cocktail as well oh yeah that sounds like a slice of heaven definitely right give us your top tips on how to deal with imposter syndrome of course, yeah. So I'd say number one is remind yourself of how far you have come because a lot of people with imposter syndrome, they think they don't remember or, you know, they start to doubt their skills, their talents, their accomplishments, and they see themselves as a fraud. They only got there because it was just pure luck. But what they have to remember, what you have to remind yourself is, you know, record your achievements and, and realize how far you have come. You know, like for me personally, I remind myself, it's the 3.30 alarms, you know, 
know, that I've been doing for the last five years and working late, extra hours, networking events, you know, writing, vlogging, vlogging, filming, all on holiday. You've got to remind yourself of all of these achievements, you know, big up your accomplishments, your life lessons and your journey as well. When you're feeling doubts like that, um, secondly, I would say, Talk to yourself like you would your best friends. I think this is actually really key because it ties in with people who have little self-worth, self-value, self-doubt, um, and it can stem from, from different issues. And you just need to be kind to yourself. We need, we're so kind to each other. Why can't we be kind to ourselves? You know, if something doesn't work out the way you wanted it to, just, you just have to have faith in the universe that there is something out there. You know, one door closes, as they say, another one opens. Um, and it will direct you to something that's better on your path. Something which is something which I do, which is a little bit a little bit sad, I guess, but I find it really helpful, is that I keep screenshots on my phone of wonderful compliments, you know, conversations, just reminders from people I've worked with, friends, family, even strangers, about well, anyone and everyone basically, about just moments when they've said something really nice to me. So when I'm having a bad day, I can remind myself, okay, you know, they said this about me. But also, like I said before, you know, it's a moment and I'm like, okay, Vicky, come on, you power hall, you travel around the world by yourself. You can do this. It's having that pet talk with yourself and tuning in with, tuning in with how you're feeling, which leads me on to my third tip. You've got to spot the triggers. What makes you feel this way? Why? Is it a who? You know, in that moment, write down your feelings. You know, why do you, why do I feel like this? Is there any concrete evidence of why they might be thinking like that or why this might become of this? And if you're looking at someone saying, oh, you know, even though you should never compare yourself, because I swear comparison is a thief of joy. If they're doing something and you say, okay, I'm, you know, actually, I really want to do that because they're doing that then do it yourself, not for their sake, for the comparison, but do it for your the own joy in your heart that you say, okay, I want to achieve that as well. So I'm going to do it my own way and I'm going to do this instead. So I think those three things of reminding yourself of how far you've come, talking to yourself as you would your best friend and spotting what triggers you to make you feel like that and doubt yourself is key, I think, to trying to be imposter syndrome. I know self-talk is so important, isn't it? And being kind the way we talk to ourselves because we wouldn't talk to ourselves in that way if we were chatting to a friend, would we? We wouldn't use the words and the language. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, we're our biggest, we're, to our friends, we're the biggest cheerleaders in the world. Even if they do something quite daring, you know, we're just like, okay, well, you know, you do, you do what's right for you. Or if you want to shave off your head and, and paint your face pink, then, you know, I think that might be a di- bit different. But, you know, if you want to do that and that will make you happy, then okay. But to ourselves, we'd be like, what? You want to shave off your head and paint your head pink? You know, what are you thinking about? So, uh, yeah, I think it's really, it's just being supportive and, and, and kind to everyone. That was a ridiculous example, but I'll go with it. No, but we all know what you mean. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's true. We are so supportive of other people. So it's reminding ourselves to be supportive of ourselves as well. And for you, so if you do spot a trigger that makes you feel like, you know, you are going through, why have I done this? Why am I being allowed to do this? How would you then go about changing those triggers? I think, firstly, I guess I'll be honest, I'm still in that stage of the writing stage of processing why I feel that way. And so now when some something does trigger me, I think back to that actual piece of paper that I've written and that process that I've gone through and I say, okay, why am I feeling this way? And you're just going to be like, no, you know, they're, they're in their lane, you're in your lane, okay? Don't feel ever 
that you're being swayed by someone else and, and what they're doing, what they're achieving. Remind yourself that people are different. People are unique. We've all had completely different life experiences, completely different journeys and who we've connected with and who we've met, which has changed our life patterns. And I think reminding how different we are and how everyone does things in different ways. And we have different talents as well. So going through that process and saying, okay, what triggers me? But also reminding how unique and how brilliant you are as well. So yeah, you know, cheer them on, but also cheer yourself on at the same time. And because they've, if they've achieved it, there's no reason why you can't as well, is there? Exactly, exactly. I think this is like common for with podcasts. You know, if someone's sitting at home and they're saying, oh, I'd love to do that, you know, that looks amazing. Well, nothing is stopping you. You know, if if that if, you're, if one of those triggers is that people keep putting up amazing podcasts and, and you're inspired by that, then you can go and actually do it yourself. And then you can stand back and say, look what I've achieved. I've put a podcast together and that's what I wanted to do. And I think it's important to exactly, you know, follow your dreams. And then, you know, you'll be so proud of yourself and you won't be comparing yourself anymore. You'll be wanting to ask for advice with other people and connecting and networking with a huge different group of other people so yeah I think it is seeing what what pushes you and challenges you and saying yes to new opportunities as well rather than being too afraid and saying no yeah be brave and bold yeah (laughs) (laughs) now I set myself as I didn't have a big birthday this year but that was my thing I gave to myself as my birthday present this year I'm just going to be bolder because what have you got to lose nothing that sounds fabulous. That's the way we should be living our lives. Like our life is so short, we have no idea what's going to happen yeah. anytime. And just yeah, just seize life by the horns and ride that ridiculous bull and, and see what and see what happens. Yeah. I think like it's such an adventure, you know, go out and live it. Yeah, I'm still not bungee jumping, Vicky. If not, tip me over the edge on that one. Oh, it's been so lovely to chat to you. Where can we find you, Vicky? You mentioned that you've got a podcast. Yes, yes. Well, I think everything's all tied in together. So just Vicky, B-I-C-K-Y-E, and then Carter, C-A-R-T-E-R, on Twitter, on Instagram, and my website's that as well, and everything's all linked in. Brilliant. So Vicky Carter, broadcaster, podcast journalist, lovely to chat to you today. Thank you. You too, lovely. Thank you so much. Right, let's go off and be bold together.